Welcome to everyone who watched the ball drop in New York City at 9 o'clock in London pajamas today. <laughs> Welcome to those who stayed up until midnight and rang in the new year. Or a little later, if your neighbor got a really good deal on fireworks. Welcome to those of you that the start of this day means that it's time to go back to school. We're happy to share the morning with you. I'm joined today for this special service by my husband, Chris Struble, who two days ago when I handed him the book and said, oh, could you learn this one for something? <laughs> he said, yes. <laughs> Yay. And by my nephew, Luke, who also does whatever he's asked to do. He started setting up chairs for us this morning. So, so we get to do what we're going to talk about. Right now, the media and the world would like you to believe that winter is over, Christmas is done, it's time to go, 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 go. Have you made your New Year's resolution? Have you written your thank you cards? Have you returned the sweater that was the wrong color, the wrong size, or just a bit much? Are you prepared to take down all your decorations? Have you packed them up neatly? What have you done now, yet? No. The world seems to forget one little thing. That winter's just beginning. It just became winter. And here in Washington, we know for sure that winter comes in February. <laughs> so look out. How do we deal with this? How do we deal with the world that says go, go, go? We listen to someone a little smarter. We listen to Mother Nature. Because Mother Nature says it's time of year. Slow, slow, slow. The seeds are there. The plants are there. Now, the animals are waiting. We can't all get there, although I think the bears have a right. We go to sleep in December, wake up in March. There's not an ice storm to do it. But, you know, we can't all get there. We can rest, though. But how do you rest? It's probably the hardest thing we're going to learn to do. Because the world has told us we have to be busy. If you are not busy, then you are not productive. What does productive mean? Productive means you're not doing it. So, for several years, I have been trying it differently. Trying to accept the dark and the fact that the sun goes down at 4 o'clock and to slow down. So I have 10 steps, 10 things you can do that will make your winter better. That will make you start in spring with the energy you're supposed to have in spring. Instead of using up all of our spring energy in January, I have a way to get it ready when spring rises. There are 10 simple steps. You can ask me after it's 
you can cross them off your to-do list so it looks like you were really, really productive. <laughs> They're not mine originally. I have gleaned them from many different sources and sort of whittled them down to these 12 that I can do. I start with do one thing at a time. Multitasking is an energy sack. Means it takes away all your energies. So you do one thing at a time. Do it slowly. Number two is do it slowly and deliberately. And this goes for anything you do. Washing the dishes, sweeping the floor. Don't just hurry to get to the next task. Take it slowly. If you're making dinner, slow down. Smell the spice if you add it to the soup. Watch as you stir the pot. Suddenly you'll notice that not only is dinner easier, it tastes better. It tastes so much better because you slowly put the elements together instead of throwing everything in the pot and then dumping it in the pot. Number three is do it completely. Finish the task. Finish the task and check it off your list. Whatever it is. Finish it. I read the book. Put it on my list. Check. Read it. I have completed that. Look at all the check marks I get for that day. I folded the laundry. I did the dishes. We have a six-year-old in the house. I folded more laundry. I did more dishes. Seven, seven years old. You're right. I'm sorry. Seven years old. Does not change the law. Do less. Again, we can't be a bear and take a nap until spring. It's much as I really admire them. Especially as I get older. Do less. Say no. The most difficult word in, in the English language. No. Because somebody, you, if somebody asks you to do something, a friend, a help, you say no. Nobody's going to dislike you because you said no. I promise. Number five. And I do, if you have an order service, I put these on the back of the order service. Okay. So that you could take them home with you. Number five is put space between things. Do the dishes. Take a little break. Don't do the dishes. Run to the laundry, make the bed, get the dip, the dip, the dip, the dip, the dip. Do it. Take a breath. Check it off your list. You did it. You did something you were very productive. Instead of taking the phone calls, checking emails, and typing up on that website at the same time, I see tech people. I've seen you do it. Do one. Check it off. 
And if you are an email person, set a time of day when your email ends. <clears throat> Especially your work email. Five o'clock, my work email ends. If it is so desperate it needs to happen after five o'clock, then it should have been a conversation before five o'clock. But don't keep checking because you're giving up something. Something extremely valuable. The rest of the time you have. Number six is develop rituals. This one I learned because I work with children. Children like to know how it's going to happen. No, it is not story time. First, we do circle time. Make a ritual for yourself. How do you start your day? Get up, drink the cup of coffee. Don't drink the cup of coffee while answering the phone. Check an email. Do it all that. Get up, sit down, enjoy the cup of coffee. Or tea, whatever it is you like. Make a ritual of it. It's your time, it is precious, and it is productive. Because once you've enjoyed the coffee, you start your day feeling ready to tackle 4,298 emails that were not there at 5 o'clock yesterday. Designated time for things. Again, when is it time? When is it time to turn on the computer? When is it time to turn off the computer? And be honest with yourself. Are you turning it off? Or are you sort of, okay, I've walked away from the computer, but now I've got my phone, and look, I have four more emails that I can answer on my phone. Yeah, we're all guilty of that. Turn it off. Change the focus. Set a time. Make that time limit precious. Because it is. That phone, that computer can suck in as a time work. You look at that at 5.01 and at 8.15, you come up for it. Now, you answered 4,982 emails, but were you productive? Or did you just... I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll get to it tomorrow. And could have gotten to it tomorrow. Devote time for sitting. It's not being lazy. It's taking your body and letting it reconnect itself and recharge. And when I say devote time to sitting, I don't mean sitting with a computer in your lap, and a phone in your hand, and no. Devote time to sitting. Now, I like to do it with yarns in my lap. And it comes out like that. Or you can do it with a book in your lap. But whatever you do, just take the time away all the distraction and the noise that's making you run, 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 and sit down. Number nine is smile and serve others. This time of year, 
It is really easy to be grumpy. It is really easy to be grumpy. The guy in the lane in front of you, did he even go to school to learn to drive? Or as, you know, where did he get his driver's license from? Or Jackbox? The lady who has 29 items in the 17 item aisle at the grocery store. Can she not count? It's really easy to be grumpy. Instead, take a breath and smile. Amazingly, how it changes your perspective and other people's as well. Really, the most the, the awful thing you can do to a person who's driving beside you kind of erratically is to smile at them. Now they're confused. <laughs> and they're paying attention because what did you just do? What, what was that? Telling someone in the grocery store, have a nice day, and just smiling when they're frustrated and they're trying to figure out whether or not they have anything. So then, smile. And serve other people. Find ways you can help. Again, let's go back though. Do you say no? This is not a, now you must go out and volunteer at 75 places. But there are ways, there are ways you can help. And you see them every day. Somebody drops something. Pick it up, smile at them. Somebody just looks kind of grumpy. Say hello. So maybe they do need to something like that. Number 10, number 10 in my house involves turning on the music or putting music in my earbuds because nobody likes my music in my house. Make cooking and cleaning meditation. Think about these things you do. If you're cooking, you have food. Food to feed yourself and your family. If you're cleaning, what are you cleaning? Dishes from that food? The mess from your pet who gives you nothing, gives you nothing to love. All the dirty clothes that a seven-year-old boy can make one hour outside. Have a happy seven-year-old boy. Covered in dirt, but happy. This one took me a while to learn, and then I watched an old movie. And I think, well, most of us are old. And I realized we have been taught this since the 1980s, we just didn't realize what he's telling us. Wax on, wax off. Right? He's telling us to make our jobs a meditation. And if you don't understand the reference to wax on and wax off, congratulations, you're very young. Right? <laughs> um, but ask someone who's not quite as young, or it'll come up. You'll love Mr. Young, I promise When you start doing this, it will change your life. You will not resent it as much when you pick up the dirty socks. Although I'm not always very good at that, sometimes I just don't see But if you make the things you do intentional and meditate, it will be easier. And it won't take all of your spring energy to get from January 1st to January 3rd. 
Everything right now is talking about New Year's resolutions. And the first thing I tell you is, have you made your New Year's resolutions? And then the second part of that paragraph is, those resolutions are broken by February. Yes, because a resolution requires spring energy, and it's winter. So this is when you sit down and you think about, what do I want in the coming year? You think about it. Then in the spring, when your energy is higher, you say, all right, now I have the energy to change that one thing and to go for it. But if you do it now, you use up all your spring energy, and then to get to spring, you use up all your summer energy, and by the time the dark comes around the next time, you're just tired. You're tired. So slow down. Again, this is not a list to ask you to do more. This is a list to ask you to do less, but still have a fun and productive day. It's hard. And when you first start doing it, it's very hard. Because when you sit down and you're not doing something, your brain says, shouldn't you be working? Shouldn't you be doing that? Do you know there are 4,982 emails in your inbox? Yes. And tomorrow, they will still be there. They will not magically dis disappear because I did not use up all of my energy to get to it. As spring approaches, that's when you write out your resolution. Write it down. Not to say it. Write it down. When you write something, it puts it into a different part of your brain. Now, you have conserved your energy through the winter. Maybe you tried a little bear hibernation and took a couple of naps. I'm all for it. I'm all for napping. But you have the energy. You have the energy to do all of those things. And you go into spring, like the spring daffodil. Even those winter pulls on from nights until April here. Doesn't quite understand we have a date and a timeline. You're still ready. You are so ready to take it off. If we follow this and we follow Mother Nature, then we become the beautiful creatures that Mother Nature has made us to be. With the energy to change everything and everyone else.